this mandate has not come from Congress. This this came from uh, basically an edict from from um, King Biden, rather than through King. Congress. Well, the last time we actually did a show was July, which is obscene when you think about it. <laughs> July? Mm-hmm. You know, I had an idea for a YouTube channel that I follow. I listen to these Reddit stories, uh, I Don't Work Your Lady or um, Pro Revenge. Anyways, so they read these stories off of reddit yeah and um that's all they do is read stories off of reddit and they have you know three hundred thousand subscribers and you might have twenty thousand people listening to a story and all they are doing is is reading stories off of reddit and there's multiple ones of it so it's not like just one person is doing it um so that's one thing I was thinking, huh? You know, it's you know ear candy. You know, I, I mean it's fluff, but it's <laughs> it, a way. Isn't of, everything uh, kind of? Yeah, well, at yeah, some level, true. it's kind of yeah, all special. <laughs> yeah, but doing something like that, coming up with you know stories of of things that you know just reading it but it's like a place where people can go to to listen to it they don't have to read it themselves and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so here's an interesting thing this is the david allen show by the way and it's 2022 um barely we're a few hours into it and the world's ending again oh awesome uh i saw right now on top of drudge they have cases in the USA. And so apparently we are double the cases from in December 31. Now we're, we're talking cases of the, um, the common cold. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean the cold. I meant the um, coronavirus. Uh, and it is 444,000 uh, cases mm-hmm. in the United States yesterday. Okay. As opposed to the same day, one year ago, 2020. Had two hundred and thirty-one thousand cases supposedly. Now that's scary. Holy cow, we're all going to die. However, I think the real story is the death count. That's a that's right below it. It says the deaths in twenty twenty-one, December thirty-one, eleven hundred eighty-one. The deaths <laughs> December thirty-one, twenty twenty. 3,462. So, seems like the death rate is astronomically down. While the case rate may be up double, the death rate is down by a, th- it's a third of what it was. How come that's not like top of the news? Hey, we're done. Let's quit freaking out. Cases don't mean deaths anymore. Right. Is that, is that not a thing? 
I'm sorry. Is that not a thing anymore? Uh, people K- not dying from no, it. Yeah, as K- much? cases are the problem still. It's no longer. It, it's not about deaths and hospitalizations. It's, uh, cases are cause for what? Full on oh. panic, hair on fire. Is that the idea? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, in that case. <laughs> yep. Ghislaine Maxwell was found guilty of sex trafficking, I believe. Yeah, I'm, I wonder. Uh, yeah, I wonder when is she, when she's going to uh, kill herself. Well, that, that's actually my thought too. Is she either will well she needs to I think because, uh, or there was talk that maybe she, there is a real dead man switch with her. Because there's thought that she actually is the real horrible perp in all of this. Well, it, it, I mean, a lot of people have been speculating that it wasn't, uh, you know, I don't know, Israeli Mossad operation because her father was part of the Mossad and was murdered. <clears throat> um uh, so if Jeffrey Epstein was just the face of it and she was the brains behind it, um, yeah, I would, I would think that there could possibly be a dead man switch for sure. Um, because that's like the red letters in all of this. It's, oh, oh, oh what's going to come out now? You know, the lid's coming off. Everything, you know, whistleblowing. People are going to die. I did see something. There's a lawyer that's demanding proof that Prince Andrew can't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's the case, I want them to then demand proof that Hillary Clinton doesn't sweat either. Because she's made that claim. Oh, she has. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is that what happens when you consume prodigious amounts of adrenochrome? (laughs) That's the assumption. It's also what happens when you're a reptile, I think. Oh, okay. But who knows? I mean, I I really am not in the know. I'm just just reporting the news here. (laughs) Um, I I have an interesting story of somebody that I know who just came down with COVID and I know uh, I've met you to it. Can, can, can I say, can I ask the question if there's a jab involved or not? Uh, this person did not have a jab. Okay. And they're clearly like dying in the ICU, taking up a bed, right? Well, no, they, they weren't dying. Oh, wait um, a second. Well, wait a second. That's what we're told. Well, is I that mean, wrong? They did have, they did tell me that, they were they had an episode that if if they had gone if they had called the ambulance they definitely would have been in intensive care okay but but the person you know came through it person um he passed out the last thing he remembered is that he was in the bathroom dry heaving and the next thing he remembers he was lying on the floor in another room and he did doesn't remember how he got there, what happened, a lot of shortness of breath, you know, all the classical symptoms. But <clears throat> it's interesting where he got it from. Now, hold on. This sounds eerily like a UFO story. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Where did he get it? Well, I used to work with this guy because mm. I, I switched jobs. Mm-hmm. And no, 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 no. You quit. You're a quitter. Right? Uh, well, that's true. Okay. Much like Betty Betty White. <laughs> yes, anyway, she, took, she did. 80 years in the business, she had to quit. What a jerk. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she she couldn't last another, <sighs> another uh, three weeks. Outrageous. Be yeah, outrageous. Yeah. Come on. Um, But anyways, this person, uh, for a year and a half, multiple people who had gotten COVID in the same office, he was in the same office um, where his boss came in with COVID and I caught it. He did not catch it. His son caught COVID who lives with him. And, uh, for, uh, I don't know, a week and a half, his son had COVID. He didn't catch it. He, how he caught it is that there was a gentleman who that, uh, that he worked with who got the jab caught COVID, wasn't feeling very good, but didn't stay home because he got the jab. Why should he have to stay home? So you're telling me that the unjabbed got COVID from a jabbed person that was positive for the, the, the virus? Was positive for the virus. He, he was After being protected. After being protected. Mm. And he, he was around multiple people prior to the vaccine and never caught it, but he caught it and got a bad case of it after being exposed to somebody who had was, the was protected, who supposedly. So he should have, so he would not, this would not have been a problem had he been on the same team as that other guy. But since the other guy was on the right team, then it's his own fault for not being on that team. Correct. Well, it depends upon who you talk to. <laughs> it's right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard uh, Dr. Robert Malone has been removed from Twitter. Oh dear! Oh dear! Uh, is he feeling suicidal? I, I don't know. He was on Joe Rogan uh, this couple couple days ago, this week. Oh, Malone yeah. wasn't the other. Ma- the yeah, other McCullough was as well a couple weeks ago, and Malone was oh. this week. But yeah, I guess on Tuesday he got banned from Twitter, removed, like like taken off of Twitter by Twitter. Unceremoniously. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dumb. Mm-hmm. Huh. So uh, apparently the machine is still working to purge uh, any dissent for some reason. And I mean, yeah, I mean, but don't you think that um, uh, it doesn't really the, the people? I mean, it seems to me that we're past the point of any of changing anybody's mind at any time. Um, that people are just entrenched in whatever they believe. Um, you know that. I, I don't know what the point of it anymore with Twitter doing that, why Twitter would do that anymore. Because it seems to me that most people are just, they're going to believe what they're going to believe. Okay. Well, this is true, but we still have to apparently keep them from finding information and hearing from people. 
Right. Obviously. I don't know why else that we would be removing people from the social media still. Yeah. So, you know, that that's that's my point. I I don't I don't really get it because the one or two people out of a hundred who are actually um seeking um oh, maybe it's more, maybe it's ten people out of a hundred. Um I I just find it hard to believe that removing somebody is going to uh, um, make a major change in, you know, people's opinion, you know, it's just, it's just, I, I just, I find it, I find it bizarre that they're still trying to do that. But then why, why are they doing it then? Because clearly they don't believe that. They, they think it matters. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know, you know, maybe I'm wrong. <clears throat> Maybe I'm maybe I'm part of the ninety-seven percent who's just firmly entrenched in what I believe, um, and which is the fact that I believe that people are firmly entrenched in what they believe, right. and maybe what I believe <laughs> is incorrect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, looking currently, right now, I went to CDC.gov because that's our authority, and here's that's what your we well, it's, it's, that's what they tell us. Here's what we know. According to the Centers for Disease Control dot government with the Omicron variant. Oh, oh my Cron variant. Uh, See, that's how I think we need to start doing it. Instead of saying, oh, my gosh, say, oh, my Cron. And then that'll be good. Uh, It says at the top of this page, we have the tools to fight. Oh, my Cron. Hey, do you know what these tools are? Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, vaccines, uh, hold on. social distancing, vaccines and boosters. They go together okay. because what Uncle Joe Biden had told us, uh, Uncle President Joe Biden, that is. You mean wanna, crazy Joe? I don't want to be disrespectful. Um, okay, you're he right. He said, because right. it's 2022 now, I, I'm, I'm working on being less um, critical. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> something, something in my throat. How's that, how's that going? <laughs> Um, How's it going for you? So the White House posted uh, on, let's see, where's on Tuesday, Tuesday that COVID-19 booster facts. And so you, you can't see this because you're on the screen somewhere else and I'll do that and it doesn't work. Anyway, uh, so those listening won't be able to know anyway. But see, you can't tell. It's just a white box. Um, st- uh, it says for boost, stay vigilant because the unvaccinated people are at high risk. Um, fully vaccinated. This is like direct quote from the White House official blue checkmark White House Instagram account. Uh, fully vaccinated people with strong, uh, they have strong protection against severe illness and death. Uh, now, I thought Biden told us that we you wouldn't get COVID and you wouldn't die guaranteed if you got the shot. I thought. Anyway, I could be wrong. Uh, then boosted people, it says, have even stronger protection against severe illness and death. And then they have, I wish I could, I wish I could show this to you. I don't know. Can you kind of see? Oh, there you go. See that? If you look at that. So they have this neat graph. You see that? Anyway, it says after dose two is the, is the graph you can't tell. And so what it is, it's like a bar, a bar graph. There's two bars. One of yeah. them is essentially at the line below it. And it says after dose two. So that is after you're officially fully vaccinated, according to the authorities, the powers that be. Is, is the first one? 
Th that's the first one. Yeah, that's the first one that's basically the, the height of the line itself. And then the one beside it, which they claim is 20x more, is after dose three, which they're calling the booster dose three. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm so just saying. then if you've never been vaccinated, you've never been vaccinated. You're, so. you, you're, you're going okay. to die. Well, but you decide, hey, I'm going to get with the program, get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. two, two shots aren't enough. Well, no, it is. Two shots gives you the the line, the one pixel line. Yeah. But then to get actually 20x more of that, which we don't know a reference of what maybe if you don't have anything is technically. We don't know. I mean, we just assume it's the is line it, itself. Is there, an, is there an asterisk with that? None. That says, um, like, for instance, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the smaller of the two bars... Um, no, was no, after no, six no. months of getting the two doses. Well, it, it uh, on the right side, it says, am I eligible for a booster or shot three is what they're claiming. But booster for a booster. And it says that after six months of Pfizer and Moderna, then yes. Or two months after the J&J, &J, which they actually are recommending against Johnson & Johnson now. That's what's fascinating. Is they are saying, uh, don't get Johnson & Johnson. Get the mRNA instead. Because... Um, Johnson and Johnson might cause you to have, uh, I don't know, heart problems. No big deal. You know, nothing. It's fine. You know, if that's all you have or you still want to prefer that, you can totally get it. But we recommend the other uh, because Johnson and Johnson will kill you. I mean, but get it if you want. It's fine. That's what they're saying. <laughs> it's your body, your choice. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Except. But then, mm -hmm. <laughs> but then at the bottom below the, the 20X uh, booster from the shot three, um, now, okay, see, here's the other thing that I don't get. Uh, the way they word this is so, it could be anything, because there's no reference of what 20, 20 times more. So after dose two, you get 20x more antibodies after a dose three. So okay, then why but, but, what, but what is, here's what I don't know. So <clears throat> are you getting a 100% boost from no shot? And then when you get the boot in the dose three, you get now you're a thousand percent. And so it's way better. Or is it you get like a five percent boost or a one percent boost over nothing with dose two. But with dose three, you get a 20 X of that one percent. So now we're actually at 20 percent maybe of nothing, which is still nothing. But because there's no baseline laid out here, there's, I mean, other than holy cow, 20 X, that's huge. There's, there's no way to know what, what it means. This is blather propaganda. Yeah. There's no reference point. And then, yeah. and then they do make the bold claim that masks add an extra layer of protection by helping you from being exposed, which is a straight-up unproven fact. Not fact. Unproven uh, assertion. Le, uh, Leanna Wen, is that her name? The uh... So then what you're saying is, is that all those actresses who... Um, uh, were invited up to Harvey Weinstein's hotel rooms. If they wore a mask, that would have prevented them from being exposed? Uh, absolutely. Well, that's what it says. No, okay. no, 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 sorry. It adds an extra layer of protection by helping oh. you. It helps you from being exposed. Oh, okay. Okay, I see. Uh, so but it's then, your own fault then. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> now, there was a controversy a week ago. So I don't know if you said that right. Controversy? Controversy. Sorry. Okay. A controversy. <laughs> um, I'm looking for the direct quote here. There was Leanna Wen, MD, Dr. Leanna Wen on Twitter. Um, She said masks don't do anything. Well, cloth masks are little more than facial decorations, is what she said, which is absolutely against the narrative. You're not allowed to say that. Come on. And then someone tweeted her that and basically oh you know this is what you're saying and then she had to clarify my point isn't that we don't need masks but rather that we should require masks that are more effective to prevent disease transmission everyone including children should be wearing at least a three-ply surgical mask when indoors and around others of unknown vaccination status that's what she said so basically doesn't matter what are we i mean there's just no there's nothing you can do about it. Masks are useless and they keep changing their mind. So, a cloth mask does nothing against Omicron. And she actually said that out loud. Uh, on, let's see, said, Leanna Wynn said on Monday, this was a, the Monday before Christmas, that cloth masks are useless in preventing the spread of Omicron variant of the virus. That's not what I've heard over the last year and a half. Most of the time. It's what I've heard half of the time, but not most of the time. Uh, And then there's this other little neat thing. So four things you can do to protect yourself from Omicron. Four. And this is, you know, I'm expecting, um, you know, maybe boost your immune system. um, Stay clean, you know, keep your body healthy, eat good food. But here's what they tell you. This is to protect you. Like the headline is four things you can do to protect yourself. Get vaccinated is number one. Okay. That's in line with the prop, uh, the, the, the messaging. Get boosted is number two. Wear a mask in public indoor settings is number three. And I would love you to guess what number four is. It tested. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Wow, I don't have my bell here at this this remote studio. Um, yeah. Now, tell me how that makes you protected. <laughs> I mean, are these people stupid? Yep. I just can't believe. I mean, nobody in their right mind would say that as a way to protect yourself. Now, what about washing your hands? Don't be in close proximity to, to anyone. If it's an airborne thing, don't be in the same room with people. Hide out, bury yourself, and die. Shoot yourself in the head. That'll keep you keep you from getting the virus, maybe. Oh yeah, that don't that actually thing. do that. This is mere merely rhetorical. That. No, this is. Uh... <laughs> Never mind. Drink bleach. <laughs> yes, don't drink bleach. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I. I don't know. So you you have brand new employment. Oh yeah, me me. You are you um, masking at this new employment job? Uh, no. 
What? Yeah, it's uh, fewer than uh, uh, one hundred employees. Should, that doesn't so. matter. Oh, sure it does. That that's that keeps the uh, the virus away. Oh, oh, so if you're over a hundred, then it just like sucks right in there, and it, it becomes that, a then hotbed. You need, uh, you need to, you mm. know, got to be all in. Okay. <clears throat> well, that makes sense. So. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, they they do not. Um, they also, uh, um, they, they understand that there's a possibility that they will lose, uh, uh, customers, um, because if a customer requires whoever shows up and does a work to be vaccinated, their response is um, due to HIPAA and other things, we we can't um, ask the employees their vaccination status. Um, and we don't require people to be vaccinated. However, we will, you know, have them, you know, clean their uh, equipment and uh, make sure that they're wearing a mask when they come in. But other so, than that, are there people that say, "Yeah, never mind, we'll go with someone else"? Uh, not yet. Really? Right. So, does that mean that the public doesn't really care? Like we're being told, I can't believe this. Hmm. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what that means. Huh. I think uh, the average person is not um, not a, uh, a COVID Nazi. Um, so, yeah, that's weird. Something, something you're not necessarily being being told. So yeah, um, now what if uh, uh, different, what is the opinion of the No Agenda show on whether or not the Supreme Court is going to determine that the mandate is unconstitutional? I don't know the answer to that. Oh. I have a thought personally that um, I will be surprised unfortunately if they reject it if they say it can't be allowed just because of what we've seen so far in the court system it will surprise me because there is this very strange control that big medicine, big pharma has over every institution. And yeah. they, when they can come in and say, well, holy cow, dude, this thing is, we're all going to die. And the only way we're out of this thing is through vaccination. Because that, that's what they can say. And everyone is in, is, everyone's all in. I mean, every, everyone in power is all in on vaccination is our way out of this thing. That's it. And so if they can claim, and this, this is why I think 
they have ramped up the case count. The, holy crap, the case count is so high. It's, it's outrageous how high it is. So they can go to the Supreme Court and say, look at this. Our cases are out of this world. we we got to get more people vaccinated. And the Supreme Court is going to go, you're right. It's public health. Yep. Mm-hmm. If they don't do that, I will be shocked out of my mind. I mean, they they should reject that as an argument. But I just, uh, I honestly can't see them doing it because everyone is all in, all in on vaccinations. I had a conversation the other day with someone who's in the Senate um, as a staffer full-time. And the position is, well, I mean, the, the vaccines are good. They're, they're, they're doing the right thing. Hmm. Uh, okay. And this is, you know, th- this is a staffer on the, the not de- Democrat side of the aisle. So this staffer would say that it's okay to fire people who refuse. Probably be- not. No, but, but, but I think the position would be that, um, Everyone should just do it because it's actually the right thing to do. You know, not necessarily mandate it, but it's the right thing to do. So you should do it because, I mean, it's safe. It's proven effective. It's hardly effective. It's just good. So you should just do it. I mean, it's not going to hurt you. I mean, what's the harm? Hmm. No, I mean, it wasn't that flippant, but that's kind of the vibe I got was this is, you know, yeah. You know, okay, maybe there's some questions, but I mean, the vaccines are really doing the right thing, right? You know, they're, they're doing good. The only, the only reason why I would maybe not be as pessimistic is the fact that um, every time that it's gone up against, well, not every time, but uh, the broad um, mandates have gone up against a, a federal judge uh, the federal judge has shot it down. Um, no, so no, 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 because, no. Me... Because the panel of judges that took this on to get it to the Supreme Court said, nope, it can still go forward. Well, one of them did. Well, two did, and one didn't, because it was a three-judge three, three, pan- three judge panel. Yeah, but, but prior to that, um, on the appellate, court they shot it down correct but then when the group got together the majority of that group of judges which was two out of three um they said nope it stays in place so to me yeah to me now see i i I have no confidence in the u.s supreme court right now to be a a court of um uh, minimal law, minimal intrusion by the government into our lives. I, I just haven't seen that as a as a uh, 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 a stance taken across the board. It seems, sure. and you know, I haven't followed everything necessarily, but it feels like that they are still allowing the, the Congress to make laws when things clearly say Congress shall make no law. Um, it feels well, like they have, see, they're going backward. See, that's. That's the, it seems to me that the issue has been not that the Congress can't do this, but the issue is they can't do it through OSHA. Well, and, and that is very true, but you know they're going to be able to, to uh, make, make that. Someone's going to make the case that, well, 
it's a workplace safety issue. And yeah, so but, you shouldn't have to go to a workplace where you don't know if you're going to be safe and hell and safe and and healthy from yeah, a virus but, uh, that you can't see. But it it seems that the case is based upon the fact that something this far reaching needs to be because the reason why OSHA can do, can do whatever they want is because everything that they're doing has been delegated to them from By Congress from Congress mm -hmm. and it hasn't this hasn't um, this mandate has not come from Congress this this came from uh, basically an edict from from um, King Biden rather than through King Congress. Um, and so therefore, because it, it came that way, um, something this far reaching, uh, I thought the argument was that something this far reaching has to actually come from Congress, not just be delegated. Um, and, you know, Congress would have to make a law rather than the president doing an executive order so okay that actually might be the instance where the, you know if they can keep it that narrow then they may actually make that uh, and uphold that it's possible um but I, I but this has to i mean we have to keep it from getting emotional in there and i i hope they can that's their job is to remove emotion let's talk about facts and law that's it period yeah, but you know they're going to pull the heartstrings. They're going to bring up stories. They're going to do, uh, you know, they're going to have all these other emotional things that are going to make them go, "Oh yeah, okay, yep, it's for everyone's safety. It's just the greater good, the greater good." Yeah, I, I hope they don't. I hope I yeah. I'm but with you but here's the other thing though: if they don't. Or if they do, so if they end up saying, yep, nope, this is good, OSHA can go ahead and mandate this. Uh, I want businesses in America to say, uh-uh, we're just not going to do it. Because if yeah. all of them did, they won't, is the problem. But if all of them did yeah, that. they can't. Then not there's just no... they won't, they can't. Right, but they should. It would be the same, it'd be the same way if every person in America said, you know what, screw it, I'm not paying my taxes. What are they going to do? They're going to do nothing because they can't do anything. Mm -hmm. They can't throw everybody in jail. Right. You know. But we don't have that kind of collaboration, unfortunately. And I, I did large, hear, yeah. I did hear, though, that the enforcement mechanism or, or the, uh, it, it's basically based on whistleblowers. Yeah. That is nuts. So what does that mean? So if we want to just overwhelm the system, can't we just call everyone in? So I, we can all take like a phone bank and we can come have a party and call every business in the state in? And yeah. For nothing else, just to create such a paper overwhelming load of, of calls and paper trail that they'll have to stop. Well, I had heard or I had read that um, if OSHA was to investigate every business in America – at their current staffing levels, it would take like 160 years <laughs> to hit every business. 
And and you know what? I mean, the thing is, all they have to do is go after a few and make it really yeah. public and loud. Yeah. And, and nail them. And then yeah. they're just going to scare everyone else. Right. And that really, well, it, it disturbs me. I mean, you know, you know what I think about government. So. Yeah. No, no, no. What, what do you think of government? <laughs> I have no, no, I, I don't know. Huh. Can't read your mind. Um, in July 2020, so this is middle of this rigorous campaign for president where they had just battled it out on the campaign trail. I mean, they were both these guys were out on the trail beating everyone's door down. Oh, never mind. That's not true. Biden hung out in his basement. Um, but anyway, Biden tweeted on the Twitters that the, to beat COVID-19, we need a coordinated national response from the federal government. But Donald Trump refuses to do his job. I've laid out exactly what I would do, and I encourage this president to adopt the plan in its entirety. December 27, December 27, 2021, a year almost uh, of Uncle Joe Biden hood being in the president job. Uh, he went to Delaware to the beach to hang out for Christmas and told the governors that there is no federal solution on COVID and it should be solved at the state level. So uh, if that's the case, Christy Noem tweeted out that no, I mean, I, whatever, I'm frustrated with her communications people at the moment. But she tweeted out that uh, since there's no federal solution, then all of these federal rules must be must stop and be ended and leave it to the states. And I think she's 100% right on the money there. If he's going to take that position because oh, totally. he wants to go hide, totally. then it should be a, uh, you know, we, we shouldn't even have anything from the federal government saying what, anything we have to do or not, because then we can choose what we want to do. I asked Tom Woods the other day on another podcast. I do that. He's got the Tom Woods show. If you ever have a chance, great, great podcast. Um, uh, does he talk a lot about uh, technocracy? Uh, he may some, and he's got or a lot. How, no jury nullification. I don't know. He's got 2000 okay. some episodes on his show. He's been doing it since 2013. So uh, I don't know. And you haven't. Okay. What? <laughs> no, no, keep going. Anyways, sorry. Um, but I, I asked, I said, how do people rebel properly against these this overreach by governments? And really, that's even at the state level. And his answer was, well, maybe you're going to have to move, which I like that as a possibility. If it's a federal thing, it's hard to move out of that because there's nowhere to go. If it's at the state level, then we can choose. I want to live in a state that doesn't do this, or I want to live in a state that does. I mean, heck, I've got family that uh, they would prefer that everyone is mandated uh, to do everything. I mean, they tell you what to do, what to eat, when to go, when to stay home, all that. They'd prefer that, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, some don't. So I think you should have the choice. You want to go to states like that, you go to California and then end up just locking yourself in jail. That's fine. Uh, or go to another state that doesn't do that. And that's fine. But I want the option. It's just messy. It's hard to do. So then, question. I mean, this has been coming up 
a lot and different things that I've read. Are we past the point of no return? For what? In, for what? Uh, the country. Is well, there no more, uh, nothing that will uh, bring people together? Are, are, are we basically done? It feels like that. But it's only because the people that are running the show have been running it for 50 years. And so for us to have, I mean, we got to have some new fresh blood in there. That was another thing I was talking to the staffer about. So, okay. So, um, like new fresh blood. How is that fresh blood going to to get to a place of power. This is the problem. The old guard has to leave either willingly or unwillingly. So then... <clears throat> and I don't think the, so, <clears throat> the, uh, that, the willingly is going to happen. Point. Right. That, that's kind of my point. So is revolution the answer? I don't know. I don't know what that even means. I, I mean, I don't want it to mean what it's meant in the past. You know, we have this this blood coup, not not coup, that's the wrong word, but but a uh, a, a forced change of the guard. My, I mean, my, Michael Malice tends to think that um, everyone is, well, that th- there's a chance. Like, we have a opportunity. Like, we will win this whole idea. And he also kind of comes at things from an anarchist perspective. But yeah, he does. He thinks that well, we're going to win. Like there's, you know, there's, it's looking up. And I, I don't know. I'm because here's here's what? the deal. And here's here's what I've struggled with in my thought. Because I, you know, I'd like the system to burn down, and start over. The problem is, if we get rid of the people that are in power, that have been in power forever, that have figured out how to make uh, a living. Uh, trading like Nancy Pelosi on insider information that is it's a free market. We should be allowed to work in the free market, even though it's illegal for anyone else to do what she does because just because she's in the job that she's in, she gets info and gets to trade on it and make lots and lots of money. Um, but it's fine. No problem. Um, for them to leave, you know, to be replaced by people that are, more in line with what I think we should have thinking wise. It's only going to take another 50, 60 years for them to turn into the Nancy Pelosi's and the Mitch McConnell's and the uh, Chuck Schumer's of the world. Because I mean, unless we change the, unless we change the system. And one of the things that was talking the other day with the staffer was, uh, you know, the term limit concept. And he brought up the point, which is, is a valid point that if you have turnover in the elected positions regularly, there is still potentially no turnover in the people that are actually doing the work, which is all the staff. It's the bureaucrats that are unelected. And that's the part that's difficult because... Well, like it's the State Department. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter who's an ambassador or the Secretary of State things move the same way same thing with the cia correct so yeah so there's no way there's no way 
it can change because mm-hmm. we've gone too far down this road. There's been so many, um, there's been so many things that have happened that have, have rotted the entire system that you can't, you'd have to like, you'd have to eradicate the entire structure and then try to rebuild it. But then you have a whole uh, society like, like this morning on uh, channel five down from down in the twin cities, they were talking about, you know, doing those, uh, whatchamacallit ads that they do, uh, native ads or mm-hmm. what is it called? Um, anyways, they're talking about events and they just started talking about this queer event. They called it from the LBGTQRS, um, event Mm -hmm. and the money goes to mentoring youth otherwise known as pedophilia i suppose (laughs) and they just they just said it they threw it out there and it's acceptable everybody's like well yeah gay people should marry what's what's the big deal Mm. well you you can't turn that around Mm -hmm. you can't how do you change you can't change that unless there's a national revival but unless there's a catastrophic event, if everybody is comfortable and fat and happy, nothing can change. Nothing will change because I like it how it is. Why would I change things? So. That is the difficult part, done? too, because Bill Federer, the historian, he says that that's, you know, over the history, you know, over the last few thousand years of history of of human governments that's what happens is yeah you get a tyrant in there and they get overthrown by the you know the 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 guy who's going to save the day come in and you know for for the people well then that guy's in power and eventually he becomes the tyrant and it's this perpetual cycle that doesn't end because everyone has good intentions when they start but once you get in the mess it's easy to just keep getting dirty i think well, it's it's corrupt. You're you're corrupted. You're constantly corrupted. Mm-hmm. And there's no there's no exception. Um, even I mean, think of the United States. Even at the best, the people who you know wrote the Constitution were deeply flawed, and um, you know it took what 70, 80 years. Um, for this for a civil war where you know mm-hmm. what a million were dead and it just took 80 years and then it, it, <laughs> I you know so I I don't know I I don't I don't know how there's any way that this could ever change so then do we just uh, admit defeat and just go along. I don't know. Because what w- what is the proper role of the the freedom fighter? Or is that is is that uh, descriptor inappropriate and gone? Like long, like it's not going to happen anymore. We we no longer uh, have a need for people to do that because it's better if people just 
understand and acknowledge that the government is the answer for all of our woes, and the government is here to keep us safe and healthy and protected. Uh, I mean, heck, the government tells us how fast we can drive a car because it's safer for us. They tell us we have to wear a helmet on a motorcycle because it's safer for us. They tell us we have to wear a seatbelt because, we heck, they tell us we can't have as much sugar depending on the city we live in because it's safer for us. But buy cigarettes. Right. Or, you know. So it, is uh, this <clears throat> is this just a uh, uh, transaction that we are deep into and we have the only answer is to actually revolt? Because all of the all of the politicians going into this, everything they're learning, see, they, they don't learn in political science. You don't learn that the uh, guiding document for the country is actually a, a limit on government. It's not a limit on the people. It's a limit on government. Nobody goes to school and learns that anymore, or at least very few. So is that just is that just an antiquated idea that we just have to be okay with going away, or do we need to fight for it? Well, it, it seems to me, you know, uh, I mean, Jesus even said that he talked about counting the cost. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Um, it, you know, and he gave the parable if, if, um, you know, one king is going to march out on another against another king, um, he needs, he should count the cost to see whether or not he could be successful. Otherwise, if, um, and if he determines that he's not successful, then he should, you know, um, capitulate in a sense, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Um, but at, at this point, uh, I think people have to count the cost because, um, what, what are you willing, what are you willing to give up or do in order to have freedom? And that's the question. Yeah, that is the question. But I think we've, we have a, at least a generation, maybe two, that has been raised with the idea that if I can't do it, the government will do it for me. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the younger generations are growing up with the idea that the government's just going to do it because that's what they're for. And when we start daycare being a government paid for product that all that does is perpetuates that idea. Mm-hmm. And that's insane. Mm-hmm. And now here's the other thing, this whole idea that, you know, uh, we need paid for, uh, what is it? Childcare. And that's actually the big push for, um, one of the one of the build back better agendas is childcare. Since when should the government be paying? Well, okay, it goes back to this idea that uh, the the government owns your kids, right? And if they do, they should pay for them. Absolutely. 
Right. I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but I have this thought that the liberal mindset in parenting is that it is the parent's duty to facilitate the schedule of their children, or sorry, of the children for the government. Because as soon as the kids are old enough, proper age, they need to get into all the things they're supposed to get into. All the sports, all the activities, um, the before and after school programs, all those things. And so it's the parent's job to just manage their schedule so they get enough sleep at night and get delivered back to uh, the the <laughs> the handlers to get taught what they need to learn. I mean, you know, potentially. I mean, I also think that. I mean, it seems to me. I could be wrong, but it seems to me that. Um. We've been conditioned to believe that the highest priority of parenthood is to make sure that your kids are basically horrific little, but that's as long as they And that that's considered a good citizen. So I lost all of what you just said in our connection. So re-say that. Um, that parents, when they have kids, mm-hmm. morals um, – have very little um, importance. One of the biggest things is that they have a good education so that they can get a good job. Okay. So that then goes to this idea that the goal of education is just to make good workers. Is that is that the goal? Or money to make enough money so that you can live a relatively no I don't know not necessarily carefree but a life that you can do whatever you want to do whenever you want to but do but see it. I I don't think that's the actual goal cuz the the the, peop, the powers that be don't want people doing whatever they want to do they want to keep them in a system that is uh, you know, the concept of a Monday through Friday job or, you know, five or six days a week. And I mean, that's but why we need, also, that's why we need entertainment to entertain us. That, so we don't start freaking out. Oh, they want people to be comfortable so that as long as they're comfortable, they won't complain. Entertained, they won't complain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, but so, I don't think it's to, so they can be um, uh, free to do what they want, per se. Oh, no, now, no, no, now no, that's no, certainly no. what they're going to say, but that's not no, at all no, what no. they want. No, no, not, 
not free to do whatever you whatever they want, but free in the sense that I can live however I want. I can have pleasure mm. uh, to to remove any pain, mm-hmm. any difficulty, anything, um, anything uh, to to remove all oughts from people's lives. Yeah. Um, that that's what they want mm-hmm. because if the, if you have an ought in your life that would require sacrifice and uh, uh, moral um, well a, a standard a, right a moral standard yeah a moral standard that you that you need to uphold in order to keep this mm-hmm. ought mm-hmm it seems to me and they they want they want people that i mean that that's the reason why um nobody complains about or not complains but nobody or not nobody but enough at least half the people if not more than half the people don't have any problem with homosexual marriage or homosexual activity or um all the crazy stuff that goes on in, in that type of uh, lifestyle. They don't have a problem with it because it's all about um, uh, how each person feels. Um, what, you know, how would you feel if you were a homosexual and you were told that you couldn't marry somebody? Well, forget about the fact that very few homosexuals want to get married. Um, the, the truth is what difference does it make? You know, either something's right or it's wrong period. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter how you feel about it. It's either right or wrong. And, um, and, and, that that whole fight just i mean there 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 really wasn't any fight there i mean people in the united states i mean completely capitulated to it yeah completely. well and part of it because the the supreme court said yep redefine no problem and nobody wants to that that's why i mean you know about counting the cost mm-hmm. um uh if you people aren't willing to pay the price in order to change the way things are and that's not necessarily a negative but how, how many people are even you know even asking the question should this experiment that's you know 250 years is should this experiment start and re or stop and then we restart on the other side you know Mm -hmm. um and what is it going to take and i mean to be honest if if we are going to do something different there's going to be bloodshed involved there's no other way around it and are 
are we willing to do it? Are we willing? Are we willing to count that cost? Doesn't there have to be an, an end worth doing or worth achieving in order to make that leap? I would think so. But then, you know, the other thing is that people, people, people have a hard time. Um, it's easy to deny what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. It's easy if you if you've been told that you've had cancer, um, or somebody that you love, your one of your loved ones has died. Um, you know, there's there's the denial. That's that's the first you know one of the first emotions that you would feel or thoughts that you mm-hmm. would have and we're still in the denial phase and and if you can keep people busy with entertainment they'll never get past that so well, i don't and, and see i believe that fully however it intrigues me that we see i mean the actual professional athletics we we see pushing back against these mandates because they're like, I mean, we're not going to, we, we can't be losing this kind of money. But there's also the backside of it is we need all of our fans to have their thing that they watch and see. On the other hand, Broadway in New York is shut down again. Concerts around the country are being, you know, postponed. Heck, a bunch of bowl games, college bowl games this weekend got uh, either postponed. I I guess I don't know if they're postponed. Some of them got canceled, I believe. That's a huge cash cow for these schools and these communities. I mean, bowl games, you make hundreds of thousands of dollars to play in a bowl game, win or lose. And if you win, you get more, I think. But there's just this, this idea, if the entertainment is necessary for the people. Someone's not getting the memo because we can't have this unless that's what's happening now and why they're, you know, the, why they're removing the, or changing the, the 10 day quarantine to five day, you know? Um, and, you know, there was some talk by, I think Curry and Dvorak that um, it wasn't the, the airline union, which there was a lot of talk that the airlines were pushing for, uh, a shorter time frame for their, you know, for the, the quarantining. But it was the um, athletics, the, the professional sports that were like, no, we can't do this. I mean, the, the, the NFL has come out recently and said there's no asymptomatic spread in the, in football. Well, crap, that goes against everyone's narrative. The whole point was you you don't know you have it and you're killing grandma because – Asymptomatic spread is what happens. Well, the NFL has just come out and said that doesn't happen. That if you're going to spread it, you have to have you yeah. have to have enough viral absolutely to have symptoms. Yeah, but but that's not what we've been told from the beginning by Fauci and his ilk. It's always uh, asymptomatic spread, asymptomatic spread. So what are we going to do when you have this big group? I mean, really, it's a big group of money. If we're honest about it. I mean, these athletes make millions of dollars. And then there's the thought, did they actually get vaccinated with the actual vaccine? Malone uh, alluded to the fact on Rogan's show this week um, that it's 
perhaps questionable if Biden received the actual jab. You know, who knows? And what was his reasoning? Well, he he thinks that, I mean, any good medical professional will aspirate when you give a shot. It's just what you do. You know, the fact that you're not is ridiculous. You just would do that. And so Rogan's like, well, videos of Biden getting it, they didn't aspirate. They just shove it in and plunge that right in. And oh, I he, see. And then, sure. they, then he's like, well, maybe it was saline. Well, I've thought that from the beginning. Because if this thing's really experimental and we don't really know what the long-term side effects are, why in the world would you give it to the guy who's supposed to be in charge of the nukes? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. foolish. Yeah. Why, why would all these NFL um, owners give it to their players who are – they're the reason they make money? Why would they pop potentially, even the slight chance – that it could harm them. I just don't know why any um, investment guy, and these guys are all money, they're all about money. Why would they risk it? I just don't understand. Well, if they haven't been told anything else. No, th- no, no, I don't believe that. These guys are no dummies. They're no, they're not stupid. They're not about to jeopardize their investment of these, of these gladiators. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I don't think. I mean, you're going to pay someone $100 million for five or ten year contract, and then you're going to just willy-nilly jab something that could drop them dead? There's no way that's going to... There's no, there's no way. I mean, I, I just can't believe, not for a second, that these guys actually would, would say, yep, that's good business choice, good idea. Maybe I'm naive. So, so then you would believe that they know something that the public doesn't know. I don't know if they know something. I just would believe, uh, or I would want to believe, I tend to believe, shall shall we say, that they aren't willing to take the risk of losing their the, the things that make them money. And likewise, I would be shocked if they actually took it themselves. I don't know. And, and maybe people are just totally blind or unwilling to do any research on their own. It's possible that's the case. It's very possible. I, I don't know. But, but all that would have to stem from this idea that uh, if you're in government, you are um, a truth teller and you only have the public's best interest and you will only do what's best for the public always. I don't think that that has ever been the case in the... Well, at least not in the last 150 years. You mean that the government had the best interests of the people at heart? Right. Oh, clearly, yeah. And so that that's why I struggle with anyone that that controls that kind of investment. I mean, some of these billion-dollar teams sometimes. Why would you do that? I mean, why would Apple, a trillion, almost trillion-dollar company, force all of their smartest, the most brilliant minds to get an experimental medical treatment. Why? Because, I mean, um, it, it just makes no sense to me. But but it's possible they are all hoodwinked into thinking that, 
Well, they tell us it's safe, so it's safe. I'm good. I'm perfect. I just, I just cannot believe that people that are that intelligent are that blind and simple-minded to not even be willing to ask the question. And maybe they are. Maybe they got a better answer than I did. I don't know. Um. Yeah. I don't know. So and 2022 looks up. <laughs> it's looking <laughs> good. <laughs> Is that the rapture's going to happen? Maybe. That... <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> um. Yeah, and, and that's that's the thing that I I struggle with because I don't know I don't know how far down the I'm just going to say it uh, because I think I know that there's there's a lot of uh, ideas that are impact or that uh, if you say this word, people think about, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how far down the food chain, the Illuminati goes in, in the sense that there are people who invariably are in the know for everything um, that are so powerful that they get whatever information that they want and that they are king makers and move pawns around how far down that goes who knows and i also think that there are there are people that are very important who think that they know everything but they don't um they've been compartmentalized enough that they don't get uh, a look behind certain curtains, but they're arrogant enough to think that they have looked behind all the curtains. And I don't know how far down that goes. I don't know who's been saying what. There's, you know, if if it if there is no such thing as the Illuminati, which is hard for me to believe, but if there isn't, then it's it's the only the only way that I could explain in my own mind why the government has responded the way they have to this pandemic is that it's money and it's a cover-up so that like the you know the pharmaceutical companies and Fauci and all the rest of them are pushing the vaccine on everybody because when the inevitable sicknesses and death and whatnot come, you can't as easily point to the vaccine. Because if the vaccinated are dying or getting sick by droves and lo and behold, uh, none of the unvaccinated are, you could point to it and go, you know, this is obvious. So I don't know. Um, and that's that's the question that I've, always struggled with and i'll never know this side of eternity um so 
I mean, all of this is just speculation on what's going on, you know, what, mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Anyway, you'll look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I'm absolutely certain in the Bible is absolutely clear about is that mankind is very dark, very depraved, fallen, and they're going to, in their natural state, apart from a new birth, are, and even with the new birth, are going to do some horrific things. Mm-hmm. And they're going to constantly do horrific horrific things. Um, and they're going to do horrific things when they're thinking that they're doing good things. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I just wish there was a way that you could get some information, but then you'd be part of that. You'd be part of the Illuminati yourself. right. right. And I use Illuminati not necessarily because I think there's people in robes chanting and sacrificing babies, but maybe there are mm-hmm. that are at the highest levels. I just, I just, another, I suppose another way you could say is deep state, you know, in my mind, same thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I, for the life of me, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen other than um, there's no possible way that this is going to end well. Um, I mean, just look at what's going on with our military um, and just the woke crap that's happening. Yeah. Uh, They are doing things that make absolutely no sense that don't help with the strategic capabilities, um, you know, allowing women to be part of, you know, take the, the ranger course and, mm-hmm. um, opening them up for, uh, the green berets or the seals. Right. Invariably they're going to have to lower standards. It's going to make it more difficult. The, the, the best are going to leave because they're going to say, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's just hamstringing everything for no good reason. Mm -hmm. You you don't have to have women in special operations. Right. And if, you know, helping, um, you know, support them, but in terms of being the killers, the shooters, it's ridiculous having any women in that Mm -hmm. capacity. And again, what what it does is is it it uh anytime that you allow you you put women in harm's way and you you treat them in that way um it is is horrifically negative you know for our country and for that culture yeah um uh, women should be protected and cherished, not thrown like, you know, mm-hmm. garbage and treated like garbage. And that's what's going on. And so I can't see how any of this is going to. And it seems inevitable that we're, you know, we're heading towards war to- with China or Russia or maybe both. And the Bible has stuff to say about that, too. So that's that's another reason why perhaps you know the end is nearer than we know (laughs) it's the end of the world as we know it yeah 
Maybe. I don't know. As long as everybody feels fine, we're good. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Well, it's interesting. Um, It's It's hard to feel optimistic. That is true. Yeah. It is. Very much so. I'm trying to find information because <clears throat> there was a, a data analyst, I think it was who it was, um, in Europe that was presenting the facts, like the, the data of all-cause deaths across the world right now, um, or over the last year, I think. And what he found was a direct correlation with vaccine push, like increased vaccinations correlates with increased deaths across the board, like all cause deaths. And if I can say this right, he said more people died from not getting the jab when other people were getting the jab than before and his his theory is that the if you are not fully in quotes vaccinated so you're not past all the time frames you need to be you get classified as unvaccinated and so if someone gets the first jab a week later has a heart attack and dies. They just died of a heart attack. They didn't die. you know. And they're not in the um, vaccinated crowd. They're in the unvaccinated crowd. But those two numbers, like the vaccination rates as that goes up and the all-cause deaths, no matter vaccination, goes up together. And that just, he's like, there's no explanation for that other than people are dying as a result of the jab. And since they're not past the technical time frame to be considered vaccinated and protected, it oh, gets classified as under. Correct. Yeah. Uh, sure. Huh. And that's, I mean, that's information that we're going to be able to find out, you know, and as time goes on, that's going to come out, you know, the people dying from natural causes or whatever you want to call it abnormally is going up. And that's, what's weird. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree, um, but there was this one lady, uh, the Stu Peter show, she always goes on there and he, uh, talks with her about the vaccines and whatnot. And she made the claim that some of the vaccines that are out there are actually basically you know, uh, saline, um, that it's, uh, some people that it's deliberately not vaccine. Right. So they're actually doing a trial without people knowing it. Is that the theory? Or maybe perhaps certain people that are considered more valuable aren't given, the vaccine. Oh, well, well that would fall in line gotten... with what I just talked about with all the athletes and the elites, right? Right. Right. So sure. But 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 they thought they got it, so they, they feel but good about it. They got they got a shot. Mm, interesting. Um 
Okay, so so let let's let's go down this crazy road. If Uncle Joe okay. Biden is really incompetent, which is what we're kind of told, if that's the case, he thinks he got the jab, and because he's fine, oh, I didn't even I didn't even feel it. Didn't hurt a third. Didn't hurt a bit. Then he goes out and he is now the best evangelist for this thing because look at me, I did it. I got three of them and I'm fine. Nothing. But what could be the case is Fauci just didn't give him the actual shot. He gave him something else just so they could have it on camera. And he's, uh, you know, a, a, a useful idiot to just go down and, yep, we're good. Yeah, preach it. That's, that fe- that, that's feasible. A lot of a lot of different people. Yeah. Who I believe they actually got it. But they <laughs> could, could you imagine if that's the case and the ones that are dying are the ones that actually got this thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then that would be, you know, if that, uh, there would have to be a whistleblower. I mean, you would think that the, a whistleblower would come out about it, but I, I think there have perhaps have been, but they all get shouted down or, you know, they, or, they throw or canceled. Yeah, or they throw out the term conspiracy theory and everybody stops listening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So, um, I don't know. RFK Jr. was on the Tom Woods show. Okay. And he said that, uh, yeah, the, the day I interviewed Tom Woods, like an hour after I got done with him, he interviewed Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Oh, that's cool. Which is cool. <clears throat> like, darn it. I want that guy too. But... um. You want him to? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he claims that in order for a vaccination to get in the, to be lumped in the vaccine, um, the shield from liability that exists for vaccine manufacturers, it has to be included or imp- approved for children. And I think by that could maybe just approved. I don't know if it has to be on their actual schedule, like to get, um, but it has to be approved for children. And so that he claims is the reason that the big push of getting this approved for five to 11 year olds is so big. Cause once that's done, he claims that then it becomes uh, a safe, that uh, they get shielded from liability. Now he also made the claim that that's the reason you cannot go get the comernity shot, which is the one that was in quotes technically approved by the FDA. That one it doesn't exist in America, as far as I've heard. No one has been able to actually get that vaccine because they 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 kept the EUA vaccine, the Pfizer EUA, which oh it's I it's 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 legally identical or or practically it's, I don't know. There's they, they say it's the same thing, but it's different. Uh, no, I think it's legally that's, different, but it's the same I think, thing. I think that's almost like a corporation is considered a person. Perhaps. So legally, a corporation and you are equivalent. Right. And because so, you're both persons. Right. right. So, so it's depending mm-hmm. on, So yeah. what they're saying is it works. It's identical in, in how it works and all the stuff. So just get the EUA one. It's fine. Um, but this one that's actually been approved is not available like you can't go, like I can't go to the hospital and say, I want the commodity shot because they're going to say, oh, I got this Pfizer EUA. It's the same thing. Well, I don't want that. Well, RFK Jr. makes the claim that 
that's because they don't have the, they're not approved for children yet, so they don't fall under that liability protection yet. So his claim is, if you get the comernity right now, you then have a, a legal avenue to sue the manufacturer for anything that happens from that jab. And that's why they won't get it out, put it out to the public yet because they're not protected with that one. But the EUA one, they're protected because that's a separate, legally different medicine, even though functionally they claim it's the same. And I think if he's right, that is terrifying and it's disgusting. Well, you know, well, like uh, what I don't, you know, think think of how depraved someone like Nancy Pelosi is. You're 80 years old. Or think of David Rockefeller before he died. I mean, doing all of these shenanigans and you're 99 or 100 years old. And um, you're doing these things and you know without a shadow of a doubt in the next 10, 20 years, you're going to die. I, I, that just, I, I don't, I don't get it. What would, what would get Nancy Pelosi up in the morning to go up and destroy people's lives constantly and to lie and manipulate people when you're 80 plus years old? Is it a lust for power? It almost has it's to be. It's gotta be. It? It's gotta be. But, you know, think of how depraved you are. Mm -hmm. Think of, and and just just think of how she she constantly gets reelected. Mm -hmm. The morons in um, in California, I, I guess it's San Francisco, right? Keep yeah reelecting her. I mean, think. For the life of me, I I just I don't get it at all. I don't get it at all. How I I just don't get it. Uh, the 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 depth of evil that her or Mitch McConnell or uh, you know so many of these people have this lust for power in in people are such sheep that they continually vote them back into power. <laughs> yeah. What? I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's totally weird. And it, it just feels, it feels dirty, but I mean, you make a good point that, what would keep them going? Because, I mean, she's older than the Hills. They're yeah. both old. So why would they? Yeah. Why would they actually Think of going? how depraved you are that you have that much lust for power that you must have a pathological desire mm -hmm. to manipulate and uh, to, ma to manipulate people. Yeah, I mean, think of how big of a psychopath or a narcissist you are that you would do that. That that would excite you, because <laughs> she has to constantly go yeah. and 
and um, try to get money for her campaign or try to, um, I mean, you know, imagine the number of threats they they give on a daily basis mm-hmm. to other uh, Democrats to get them to vote for certain things they don't want to vote for, you know, or, hmm. you know, just just think of how disgusting, you know, they are. Mitch McConnell is. Yeah. I mean, if anybody, anybody who is a politician more uh, you know more than 10 years is you know mike rounds or whatever from mm-hmm. south dakota mm-hmm. he's gotta he's gotta be i mean he's gotta be just as big of a dirt bag than anybody that you are constantly doing that you think so highly of yourself that you that you're willing to go out there and say i'm the best person for this job I'm going to get this stuff done. And then you go and all you do is wheel and deal. And I just, I just don't get that level of, of being so power hungry yeah, and such a desire to manipulate people and to use the system. It's just so well, how how long do you have to be in there, do you think, before that is the motivating factor? Because obviously everyone goes there because they think they're the best guy and they have the best, you know, the best answers and they want to go represent you. So, you know, in the case of rounds, he's in there. He just started his second term in the Senate. Um, Is it a a the moment you think you can do it, that you're good enough and smart enough and gosh dang it i'm better than everyone else to do the job yeah people like me um is it that moment like when you decide to jump into politics are you then corrupted at from that point on or does it take time is it when you get there and you continue to just be part of the of the system okay so So to me, it's probably like this. You're in the CIA. Mm-hmm. You go into the CIA. And you have these ideas that you're going to protect the United States. Mm-hmm. And you you go to, say, I don't know, Russia or China. And you're able to turn somebody who wants freedom Mm -hmm. and who's willing to do the right thing and to spy against our country. And they, um, they give you the information that you need. Um, And then at a certain point you ask them to do something and they're not willing to do it because they're afraid of maybe the impact it would happen on their family or for, for a really good reason. Mm-hmm. And you are told you, they will do that. You have to make them give you this information. And if you have to threaten them, you have to threaten them. Mm-hmm. And so you decide, and for the first time you went there trying to help them and in this case you have to threaten this person that 
you have fostered a relationship with to betray their country, now you are threatening them that if they don't give you the information that you're going to set them up and have them killed. Or maybe a little birdie will go to the Chinese embassy and say that, um, say that uh, uh, you've been spying and that they'll be killed and their family will be thrown into prison. And they begrudgingly get, the, get you the information that you want. Mm-hmm. And if you were to do something like that, a little piece of you would die. I'm, this is an example. I'm just obviously it's an example. But a little piece of you would die. You went there with the best intentions, and then it turns out the best thing for the United States you are taught and you are believe that you believe is to get this information, and you're willing to do anything. You're willing to destroy anybody to get that information because in your mind or because your superior says we need that information mm-hmm. and you betray one person and then it happens again and then it happens again how long before you are totally ruined that you that you have lost you are no, you're not even you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't even recognize yourself and i think probably a bunch of the senators are like that they go there with with one one for one purpose and then they compromise and they're and they keep compromising but they but they keep telling themselves they're doing it for the good of the country until they get to a point where they become that thing that they campaigned against and they stay there because what difference does it make now? I am this person and maybe I can help at least in my own mind a little bit to maybe redeem some of the actions that I've done. And those are the senators that probably have been there for 30 years, but they're not, um, you know, they're not the, the head of the Senate, you know, they're not, you know, minority whip or whatever, however you call them, but they get on this committee and they get on that committee and they have some power and, and, but they don't have complete power. But then you have the Mitch McConnell's of the world that get to the Senate and they start getting a little power and they like it and they have no compunction at all to, to betray people, to threaten people, to do whatever they have to, to get more and more power. And that is their drug of choice is power. And they keep going back over and over again, but nobody sees it. Or, or And if people do see it, they're shouted down or, they're, or they, they say, say you're slandering a good person or or whatever um it just seems to me that there is no possible way much like maybe in the cia or some other ones that you can go to the senate or to the congress for any length of time without becoming that which uh, that type of person that you decided to go to senate or con- congress to remove to 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 fight against yeah 
Well, I, I think that's the issue that we run into with this whole idea of uh, is the system that we, as we know it, um, we need to break it and throw it out. Well, who's going to replace it? You're going to run into the same problem in 50 years. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. so then is there a point? You're right. What's the point? Are we past or are we already too far down the hole? Man, I think so. I don't know. I, I, see, I, I don't know how we get out of it. I don't know. And it seems um, it's it seems like the answer is, well, we have to to that that a lot of people will say, well, we have to um, we <laughs> fix have it from to the get, inside out. Yeah, that sort mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. And when has that ever worked? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. And that's why, that's why I, I mean, I have a, I have a problem. Maybe Mike rounds is a great guy. Maybe he's the exception to the rule. I don't know. Obviously I'm prejudiced against anybody, you know, uh, who goes, I mean, he was the governor for a while and then he, I don't know, term, you know, uh, term limited out of it yeah. i don't know i don't know what happened i think so um, um and then you know you're still doing the same thing over again you're still you're st- <clears throat> i just can't i can't trust anybody who's going to be there for any extended period of time uh, i because it doesn't it seems to me it doesn't matter what posi- position you take in any level of politics. It corrupts you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've said about, you know, police officers, uh, having that power corrupts you. Mm-hmm. And now maybe you don't corrupt as much as other people, but you start taking advantage of opportunities that the average person doesn't have. Right now, the 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 senator from South Dakota that probably should be in the crosshairs more so is oh, John Thune. Yeah, he's been there well, since oh five. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, yeah, and he's number two currently in the Senate behind Mitch McConnell. Oh, um, and he, as I just did a search for him on the interweb, uh, the top story from ten days ago, the New York Times. Is John, here's the headline, John Thune, a likely successor to Mitch McConnell, weighs retirement. So Mr. Thune, the number two Republican in the Senate, is considering giving up his South Dakota seat because of both family concerns and Donald Trump's enduring hold on the GOP. Now, I'm trying to get an interview with him because I want to know what that's about. But the inner mumblings that I hear from people that I know... Uh, is that, I mean, we'll know in the next week whether he steps out. Now, I think the, ke- the, the thing that will keep him there, my understanding, is if McConnell goes away, and then he potentially would move into the leader position. So then he, you know, he kind of wants that leader role. <clears throat> But if he can't get it, if McConnell's unwilling to leave, then the talk is he may leave himself. 
He's 60. He's not very old, technically. My thought is, is he eyeballing the presidency? Oh, yeah. Which, no, I mean, and I've heard that, the, the, that no, he's not. But why wouldn't he? You know, what, 16 years in the Senate? Yeah. And he's a good looking guy. He's got so all the looks. Has, absolutely. Yeah. He's got the, the phone, the photogenic mm-hmm. stuff. He's, he's not a super conservative. So then, you know, the, uh, the Republican party would probably, you know, love that fact. Um, yeah. I, but to me, that tells you something about the character of somebody who would want to be in the Senate that long. Uh, there's something wrong with you. Or is it because they think they are doing the right thing? They're getting, they're, they're turning the ship. You know, they're, if they weren't there, the ship would still be going the wrong way, but they're doing their best to, to turn the ship. You think that's possible? Now, and, and is if, that noble if that's the case? If, Okay. So if you could look at the ship, the direction that it was going, and in any way, shape, or form, it was going in a good direction, mm-hmm. you might go, okay, they're being successful. Gotcha. Yeah, because one of my complaints with the Republicans, period, is they're the only ones that tend to concede anything. Yes, yes. The Democrats never give in. Hardly. Yeah. Right. I mean, th- right. they gave in to Joe Manchin a little bit, but kind of. They're going to still get what they want or a bunch of it. Now, the crazy, crazy fringe lefties won't get as much because they're so far out there. But the Republicans are going to absolutely cave on half of this crap. They have to because that's what they do. And this is what makes me mad about the Republican Party. Is I think they're Which just it- a bunch of cowards. Who, who or, think, who feel like, here's what I think they think. And I, of course, this is a terrible thing to do, but uh, as a party, here's what I think. They feel like that's the moral position to take. Oh, yes, we'll concede our stuff because if we do it, then it's showing them that we actually care and we're going to, you know, we're, we're in good faith coming to the table. So I find that hard to believe. Um, because it's never worked. And well, that doesn't mean they've learned from history. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that perhaps what it is, is that perhaps the, um, the Republicans are more, uh, have a greater lust for power than many of the Democrats. You've met, Ch- you've seen Chuck Schumer. That guy is yeah. power hungry as they come. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> but he has certain beliefs that keep him from capitulating. Yeah. So, which one, in that sense, has a greater, uh, has more integrity? That's a good question. one that caves constantly caving Hmm. predictions for 22 because 
when oh and by the way next what's the day i just want you to be aware so you can get your morning hat on next thursday is the one year anniversary of the attempted insurrection oh or or as some would say the insurrection the coup attempt yeah yep 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 unarmed coup attempt um brazen yeah so but that that's coming up next thursday one year anniversary. So look for the uh, the breathless news models on television, just panting at reliving the moment. Oh man, they, they've spent the, the year, yeah, building these documentaries. It's going to be pretty. I mean, the, the Democrats know how to make good film, so they're going to see. I mean, you're going to see really pretty. So anyone listening, buckle up. It's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when old Uncle Joe rose to power and got uh what's the word inaugurated. No, that's not the word I want though. Um nominated. Got no 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 got um crowned. <laughs> oh um <clears throat> and our thought was, I think, along with many others, is he wouldn't last a year. Well, we were wrong, or I, I think that prediction was wrong, shockingly. So here's my wonder, does he make 2022? Because um. he's clearly getting worse and worse. I mean, if you watch him speak for very long at all, it's almost, it's cringeworthy. So... Perhaps, perhaps what's happening or going to happen is that a comet's going to hit the earth <laughs> and they know it doesn't matter regardless. So we'll just let them ride. Yep, that's what it is. Yep. <laughs> he can be the Morgan Freeman and sit at Washington, D.C., waiting for the comet to come in, thinking it's fireworks or something. I did and hear. I did hear that um, life on Mars, we're going to have to resort to cannibalism to survive. I did hear that the other day. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what I wonder is does then procreation just be to perpetuate the species? That doesn't work out. Or the food supply? Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you die... So what do you take half of the 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 offspring and eat them? So you yeah. have some that keeps going. It, it's like when you um you have what you know you breed cattle or whatever. You have got to keep some back. You can't kill them all. Right. I mean, eventually you do, but you know. Well, we got to keep having more, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible thing, but kind of funny. Yeah, it's. Because if I, there's if I, there's no life on that planet, as far as things that we you can consume to survive, what's the point of going? I mean, it doesn't make sense because you cannot haul for how how many months does it take to fly there? I think it's six months there. Yeah, there you go. How much crap do you got to bring and stack but, on your in your little capsule to well, get the there? O- the other thing is, or is it like no, the, you just bring two of each kind? The, <laughs> They are leaving the protective magnetosphere, so um, 
you know, whoever goes there is going to get, I mean, if they survive, if they can survive, um, there, yeah. Isn't it just uh, like hopping one dinner plate down, like on a table? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know these people who think that you can just go fly one place or another and it's no big deal and there's no repercussions you know mm-hmm. are idiots mm-hmm. um, we can live on planet earth because of the magnetic sphere and um and uh so it, 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 it's just it's just weird that they think that we're just going to magically live mm-hmm. on Mars, you know. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the capability. <laughs> we don't have the capability. And then, okay, the other thing is you're going to fly that far away. If anything goes wrong. This isn't like Apollo 13 or whatever. Houston, we have a problem. There's there's nobody who's going to come to your rescue. You're all going to die. Right. You're all going to yeah. starve. Mm-hmm. If something doesn't break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if something does break, I mean, there's, you're dead. Yeah. You know, and there's a good chance you're going to die of cancer if you do make it back shortly thereafter, you know, or not too much time. The other thing is that much radiation affects you mentally. So are they, are they even going to be able to, uh, be cognitively uh, in good enough shape to do the things that they need to when they get there. They don't know. They have, they've never, <laughs> yeah, there, there are so many risks with this. I, it's just, it's just bizarre that they are even making the claim that, um, that there's not going to be a tragedy. So should Uh, these billionaires be allowed to go? I think so. That would be (laughs) awesome. (laughs) What a waste. So I just saw, uh, yes, last night, BBC News. Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesu, or whatever his name is, the leader of the WHO. Uh, Sorry, the World Health Organization, not the WHO. Roger Dalton. Yeah, Dalton, yeah. Uh, He says, Tedros, um, he is optimistic that the coronavirus pandemic will be defeated in 2022. So, provided that countries work together to contain its spread. He warned against narrow nationalization and vaccine hoarding in a New Year's statement. His comments came two years since the WHO was first notified of cases of an unknown pneumonia strain in China. Uh. Oh, something else that Malone said on the Joe Rogan show is that it's pretty well documented that 500,000 deaths in America could or would have been prevented if they had allowed for treatments oh. pre-hospitalization for COVID. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the uh, I suppose the pharmaceutical companies aren't going to allow that. Oh no, not at all. But that I mean, to me, that's criminal. If that is, oh, yeah. I mean, if we could like say yes, this would have had people should be shot. Yeah, or at best right. thrown in jail. Yeah. Oh, I, I like Curry's plan. Shave them, shave their heads, strip them naked, and walk them down the street. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. A little humil- public humiliation. It's always good. Wasn't it Singapore that did public caning? Uh-huh. Safest, um, safest city in the world, I think. Well, safe from what? Not from caning, apparently. <laughs> well, as long as you follow the rules. Safe, okay. safe from criminality. I don't know. However they define it. Well, um, you'll get caned otherwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we... Uh... <clears throat> We probably should wrap this so we can wrap and do another. Um, So at some point in the coming year, we we will be revamping, not revamping. And I I hate saying this because it seems like every time we're on, it's so sparse that we tend to say, hey, we're going to be doing more. Uh, And then we never do. So hopefully uh, in 2022, we will be um, coming at you more often. Because we do enjoy these conversations, and I mean, the reality is we we do talk more often than we podcast because um, we have time to do that. But we're going to be making more time, or at least I am. And whether you yeah. join me or not, then that'll be the <laughs> that that'll be the question. But uh, most definitely, we will be uh, coming more often uh, to the the feed, and hopefully, it'll be a consistent basis because I know that's always best. And you can. Um, where we, we will have an opportunity for you listeners to support the show, uh, with donations if you so choose. Um, but one of the ways you can really support it is to just share it out and tell your friends to listen. Um, and just know that we believe in, um, the concept of free speech and that nothing is off the table as far as topics. That doesn't mean that we, you know... We don't want to deliberately lie about things. We don't want to, you know, incite violence or rioting or anything like that. That's not the goal. But everything should be allowed um, to at least be discussed because that's how we learn. That's how we can grow. And sometimes that's how we can change our mind by ha- actually talking and hearing uh, the other side. So right. we don't ban views on this show unless they're Jays, but that's okay. <clears throat> <laughs> This will be good. He'll have to make the whole, get through the whole episode to hear that. So, <laughs> any last oh. thoughts though before we uh, uh, or, or predictions? Oh, did we decide if old Uncle Joe's going to make it through twenty twenty two? Um, and I okay. don't mean you know nothing bad's going to happen. He just might not be um, mentally cognizant to uh, continue on in the job. I think that, uh, yes, he will. Um, I think, I think he will, uh, still be president at this time next year. What do you think? Well, do you want to take the opposite view just, just to, for spite? 
just for yeah. for for interest, just we have something yeah. to do. Um, I I would think that uh, it's it's possible that he doesn't continue on as president by a year from today. I do think that's very possible, and it could very likely be uh, his hell. He's just old, and he tends to, you know, he's he's acting frail currently, and he's kind of wandering about in his speech. He can't. Con- complete his thoughts and um he just looks frail and so it's very possible that i think he could uh have to be removed and i don't know what that looks like doesn't sound fun because i don't think his the option to replace him is a good choice so i kind of hope he stays but i will go on the side of he doesn't continue on Okay, cool. Okay. So I guess well, in a year we'll decide. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you took the opposite view. <clears throat> because that means that one of us will be right. <laughs> and then we can say we're always right. <laughs> right, every time. Yeah. Every time. <clears throat> DavidAllenShow.com This is the David Allen Show. We'll see you as we progress into this weird year. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Yep, see ya.